When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Second hour of Clay and Buck kicks off right now. And uh, before I get into a tale of two cities with New York and Chicago and some policies and things that are going on there. Just, I am watching right now on the feed. 4,000 migrants have surged across the border illegally today. Fox News uh, putting this up on the TV screen. And as I'm looking through this mass, uh, and I've, I'm trying to think where are they? Oh, they're in Eagle Pass, Texas. Yeah, I've been down play to some, to like an underpass, which this is what this looks like in El Paso, where they just had hundreds and hundreds of migrants all gathered for processing. Um, I mean, understand this. They're being processed. They're not afraid. If this were under other circumstances, a lot of them would just make a run for it, right? I mean, there's no way you can see in the video there's a handful of Border Patrol guys, let's call it, a, I don't know, a dozen or so, and there are people who are just all gathered together. If they were concerned, you know, they could just run and find their way into the U.S. interior but they're being processed through the system and they know they will be released and they know they will not be deported. And that is what is going on right now. Uh, it's, it's truly remarkable. We'll continue to follow on this story. Um, I think it's one of the most important stories just in the country period. Um, the fact that we're at almost record high numbers, this should be something that every major newspaper in the country follows day in and day out. Of course they won't because it is a political liability for, uh, Joe Biden right now and the Democrats. This is a, when people see what's really going on, they don't like it. Forget all the polls that say, do you know, is America a nation of immigrants? Yeah, we've all heard this a million times. It, it's not a nation of illegal immigrants. And that is what it feels like it is becoming. Crazy idea. Uh, tell me if you think this is insane. 
I believe that they have announced that the third Republican debate is going to be in Miami. In your home, that's where you live now, Miami. That's great. We've got a huge listenership in South Florida. Why not put the third Republican debate in Eagle Pass, Texas? I, I mean, I think that would. Make I mean, a lot tell, of sense. tell tell me why that wouldn't Look, be. Every time you bring up an idea that has the focus of, or or, or will create the focus on the border, uh, I think it's excellent because I think people need to understand what's really going. on. This is unprecedented, everybody. This is not business as usual. Yes, you're going to have. By the time Biden could theoretically be sworn in again, eight million new illegals in the country. Eight yes. million. We've been told there are 11 million total for the last 20 years. Now, that's a lie, but that's what they've been telling us based on the census data. And I mean, let's see what the next census data says about all the illegals that are believed to be in the country. Um, I just think, Buck, your point is right. The media is ignoring it. And that's why I've been saying, hey, if you're a contender, travel to the border, try to bring the media with you. But why wouldn't the Republican Party, as their third Third debate. I understand they picked Miami right now. Why couldn't they call an audible, set up a stage in Eagle Pass, Texas, force hundreds of media that all come to cover that to have to come and see what the border situation is like in, uh, in, uh, in Texas. And then look, you can talk about multiple issues at that debate, but I would build a stage right near the wall in Eagle Pass, Texas. I would put it outdoors. I would, uh, I would do a huge third presidential debate for the Republican Party primary, and I would bring everybody right there and start off the debate. Boom. Let's talk about the border situation. Biden won't go there. I think it would force the conversation. Now, we'll continue to look at this day in and day out because it is so important. I wanted to bring up in New York City, which I will always consider my hometown, even though technically, technically, um, I am a Floridian now, but in my heart, I very much uh, love it's New York. It will always be your hometown. Uh, it will always be a New Yorker. Hometown. Yeah, I, I'm a New Yorker. I'm a New Yorker, you know, right now in exile. Um, but here's what we've got. The New York City Council, at a time when New York has had the mayor, as we all know, say that the illegal migrant crisis, bringing these things together, could destroy the city. Uh, we have... Billions and billions of dollars going to the migrant crisis. You still have crime way beyond what it should be and just general disorder. Clay, you know what the, the city council is focusing on? It's kind of like the Congress yeah. of the city of New York. What are they focused on right now? Uh, the cultural affairs committee yesterday held a hearing to pull artwork from city property, including the following historical figures, George Washington, Christopher Columbus, Thomas Jefferson and Peter Stuyvesant. Man, they're even going after Peter Stuyvesant at this point. Uh, so for New Yorkers, what all was know. the story of Peter Stuyvesant? By the way, I know they named a high school after him, which is probably how most people are familiar with it. But what was he like? An early yeah. governor? What was his uh, history in New York? The most uh, elite public school in New York City that you only can get into by taking an exam and sco- scoring in a certain percentile. NBD, I got in, but I didn't go. Uh, it's called Stuyvesant High School. And, uh, it's named for Peter Stuyvesant, who was the, there's also Sty Town, Stuyvesant Town, people would say, which is a huge housing, um, not project as in like the projects that people refer to city housing, but it's a big, um, housing development. He was the Dutch governor, uh, he was an early Dutch governor of the island of, of Manhattan, you know, New Amsterdam way back in the day. 
And uh, he, I believe, either was involved in or owned a handful of, of slaves. I don't know the exact numbers, but that's why. Um, as I've always said, you know, Elihu Yale, as in Yale University, uh, he was a slave trader. So his yeah. business was in the trading of slaves. Yale University will never change its name. It will never be, you know, University of East New Haven or something because uh, people go there so they could say they went to Yale. They didn't go there so they could say they went to, um, you know, the University of East New Haven or whatever. So uh, that the, the Peter Stuyvesant's on the block. The one that I think is really interesting, Clay, is because people get fired up about this one in New York. There's a large Italian-American community in, in New York. Um, that is why we can get excellent Italian food in New York. We cannot really get such excellent Italian food in Miami. It's a little sad, but side note. Um, there's an there's a large Italian-American community. Christopher Columbus, as in Columbus Circle, the left really wants to tear down this, this statue. They really want that one. I think more than almost any of the others, just because people feel passionately about Christopher Columbus and Columbus Circle. It's a huge, you know the one I'm talking about, right? It's a yeah, huge yeah, it's, statue. It's a, I mean, everybody who's been in New York it's, City, I, see, I, see, I mean, it's hard right to miss that of, statue. Right, right in front of the old CNN headquarters. Now CNN has moved, but it's right there near the Time Warner Center in New York. Right by and they uh, want, Central Park for people who have walked through. Like, you can see it as a big a main I, entry point to Central Park. I just want to know. Who are we supposed to replace all of these people with? Like, what? Who are we allowed to make statues of, really? This is what I find fascinating. Like, there's obviously the argument about why are we judging people by the standards of today? We're not elevating the things they did wrong. We're not elevating their immorality. We're elevating, you know, the one thing that they did that was really important for world history or whatever. Yeah. Um, who do they want to replace it with? You know what I mean? Like, who, who are we just supposed to have statues of, uh, community organizers from the 80s and the 90s like who are we supposed to be able to put up and celebrate well, as a community and as a society as a country well this is why I'm, i made a big argument about this in my book um you know martin luther king jr used to give advice crazy in the 1950s he wrote an advice column i believe in ebony magazine nobody has any idea about this and because it doesn't get a lot of attention but one of the questions he got in the 1950s was from a young black kid who said that he was attracted to, he was a boy, and he was attracted to other boys. You know what Martin Luther King's advice was? You need to see a psychiatrist. Uh, you need to get healed from your gay feelings. Uh, this is not something innate. This is something probably cultural. You need to basically fix yourself and decide that you like girls. Martin Luther King Jr., by modern standards, is a monster homophobe. If any political candidate today said that if you are gay, you need to go to gay training reformation camp and go see psychiatrists and decide that you want to be with members of the opposite sex, that person would be castigated at a level that I, I don't even know what, uh, beyond any comprehension, right? Because it would be totally unacceptable to have that political belief now and be running for any kind of statewide office or any kind of high level uh, uh, office. So Martin Luther King's a homophobe. Should we tear down the MLK Memorial in Washington, D.C.? Based on modern standards, Martin Luther King's opinion of gay people is totally unacceptable. My point on this buck is as soon as you puncture the identity politics wall, because really, to answer your question, it's only white men. To my can you remember anybody other than white men that they're trying to pull down statues of? 
I think somewhere they tried to pull down a statue of Gandhi during the whole BLM thing. Am I, I, the team, let's check me on that one. I, but I think they were like, I don't like this Gandhi and the nonviolence and the stuff. I think they, I think, but Gandhi, who, by the way, to tie this in was Martin Luther King Jr.'s model when it came to nonviolent protest in the civil rights era South, which would be, uh, so Gandhi, uh, I'm Martin sorry. Luther King, Calls to remove racist Gandhi statue in Leicester Square in the UK, uh, because there, there, and this was during a BLM protest. So there, this does, this does happen. Oh, I'm sorry. They could, they, they went, they went, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, they me tooed Gandhi here. I didn't even know this. The online petition accuses the Indian Indian independence campaigner of being a racist and a sexual predator because of his well-documented anti-black racism, according uh, apparently about Gandhi. And I don't know about that. I didn't know about the sex stuff, but how many black people would Gandhi have been interacting with on a regular basis? I I don't presume that the population of India was filled with that many black people. Maybe I'm wrong. And was he just, I also, to be fair, would not have expected that Gandhi was just banging people left and right. Maybe like, that is that definitely like that definitely doesn't square with my image of Gandhi as the guy who sat in like a robe and you know ate uh, out of a bowl with his hands. Uh, that he also was just like a lady killer and just you know banging people left and right. Maybe it was going on. I I don't know. See, I, I question the historical record there a bit. But, I but guess that one that one was particularly. Uh, so there was, is at least one brown person. Uh, that and it, was in, it was in England to be. It wasn't in the yeah. United States. So. I can't remember a brown person in the United States having their statue torn down. It, I, I can't remember the last time anybody on the left got upset about anything that anyone did around the world who other than other than somebody who is white, um, you know, before the 20th century. I'm oh, like trying to think about this. Well, I remember having fun with this. Um you know, ESPN has got all these woke, uh, lunatics, uh, that, and that, that are employed at the network that are constantly like, you know, uh, convinced that America is the worst place that's ever existed, even though they work at a sports network and get paid well to talk about who's going to win a game. I remember they broadcast live Buck from Caesar's Palace. And I was like, well, Caesar is one of the foremost enslavers in world history. Mer- I mean, killed, killed huge numbers of people in a war of conquest. Correct. Uh, what, what's the what's the word? Uh, is it Tacitus? He created a desert and called it peace, or he created a wasteland and called it peace. It was basically, you didn't do what he wanted, he killed everybody. Well, so my point on this is, we basically, to your point, and I think it's a good one, we basically have pretended that slavery only existed in the United States for about 150 years and ignored that slavery existed everywhere around the world and that every single person listening to us right now Every single one of you listening to us right now likely has the blood both of enslaved and enslavers inside of you because your ancestors were likely to both have been slaves and to have enslaved people at some point over the last, you know, 50,000 years. So, so who is, is able to be celebrated in a statue? But don't you think that's funny? Like, see, nobody says like we have to tear down Caesar's palace. Nobody's like, why do we have statues of Julius Caesar on in, in Play, the, people are dumb. They don't understand history, but it is funny, like where it's drawn. If people, I mean, the Vikings, we all think of as like Minnesota and like the horns yeah. and, you know, the whole thing, yeah. right? Vikings were raping and pillaging all over Europe, enslaving the whole thing. Correct. I mean, the Vikings were a menace 
And, uh, you know, they're go there, they pillage the monasteries in, uh, you know, in along, along the Irish coast. They killed all the monks. They enslaved the women. I mean, you know, we, we think of Vikings as, you know, like Swedish chef with an axe. blow in their, uh, in their, whatever it is, horns. Um, but yeah, it is funny because basically to your point, the reason why there's a very limited group of people trying to tear down a very limited number of statues is because People are so historically illiterate, they don't even understand how insanely inconsistent they're being. But, but what is acceptable now? What, I mean, because I think where this goes is there, there'll be a push to elevate the truly mediocre and the unimportant. And that that's part of the degradation of society, meaning that the only people you're going to be able to make statues of, nobody cares, nobody knows what they did, and they, it didn't matter. Yeah. That's what I think is going to, well, that, that's I, what I think the left will do if they get their way. It's all going to be, you know, People who, like I said, I'll be like community organizers you've never heard of. You're like, wait, what? That's a statue. There's a statue of this guy. And let me just hammer this home uh, quickly here. Where I live in Franklin, Buck, basically on a Civil War battlefield, uh, there is a Confederate soldier in the town square uh, that has been there for over a hundred years. People got upset during uh, this, you know, woke movement that we've had, and they said, "Hey, what if we put up a, uh, a statue of?" black soldiers who fought in the Civil War from the same area. And they did it. And I think it actually makes downtown Franklin better. So my question for all of you, when we talk so much about tearing things down, why don't we just build more? Instead of having to tear down a statue or a memorial or anything else, which is operating under the idea, Buck, that like this is all zero-sum games, why don't we just add more historical context? I don't understand why that's not the natural reaction. As a, as a person who studied history and majored in history and thought about being a history PhD, I want more historical knowledge, not less. Why can't we build more statues instead of tearing down the ones that exist now? Yeah, I, I always am curious who we're allowed to celebrate now. They'll tell us who you can't, but who is well, okay? Well, it's constantly shifting. You know, because some of these people who are like, tear down that statue of Jefferson, they'd be like, I think that new bust of Che Guevara is really cool. You know, you, you start to say, oh, okay. Yeah, the, uh, they don't really know very much about, uh, Ernesto Guevara, Guevara and what he did. Anyway, we'll get into this, uh, we'll come back to it in a second. 800-282-2882 on those lines. Are you on a fixed income? You'll benefit from an investment that delivers consistent returns without compromising on your financial security. Phoenix Capital Group offers high yield corporate bonds with returns of 9 to 13% annual interest that pays out monthly. With 2,000-plus satisfied investors paid on time every time, Phoenix Capital Group is giving investors a new high-yield option investing in domestic energy assets. Start earning these high yields and learn more about multiple offerings today at phxonair.com. Learn more by downloading the free investment guide at phxonair.com. You can diversify and earn 9 to 13% annual interest. Investment in bonds have a certain amount of risk associated with it, and you should only invest if you can afford to bear the risk of loss. Before making investment decisions, you should carefully consider and review all risks involved. Go to phxonair.com today. Learn and laugh. Weekdays with Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. 
You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Let me tell you about an American company whose entire mission is built around supporting this same community of people, which I'm a part of and proud to be so. GovX.com is an online shopping platform that people like me with service-related backgrounds have been using for years. There are over 8.5 million GovX members benefiting from the site today. As a GovX member, I get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands, sports and entertainment tickets, travel deals, the list goes on. If you're a member, GovX.com is the first place to check when you're shopping online. If you've served our country in the military, law enforcement, firefighting, emergency medical services, or other government agency roles, go to GovX.com. That's GovGovX.com and create your free membership today. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code in the shopping cart, and you'll get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We got some good audio uh, coming your way here when we come back in this next segment that I think you guys are really going to enjoy. Um, And it is Merrick Garland getting absolutely filleted on why Ray Epps is getting no punishment at all, but grandmas are getting put in prison for months and years over January 6th. We'll play that for you uh, as Merrick Garland continues to get grilled uh, in his testimony on Capitol Hill today. In the meantime, you have less energy you used to. You got less vim, vigor, vitality. You sometimes think, hey, maybe I look like Joe Biden stumbling around having to get the steps changed on Air Force One because I can't manage to make it up anymore. Would you like to have a little bit more testosterone in your life? How about checking out Chalk? CHOQ.com. That again, CHOQ.com. You can get 35% off subscriptions for life. Use my name, Clay, to get that 35% off. That's CHOQ.com. 
and my name Clay for that 35% offer. Get hooked up right now. You have about 50% of the testosterone level that your grandfathers and great-grandfathers had. Why is that? Go check it out yourself. This is all natural. You take it for three months, and you will have a 20% increase in your testosterone level. That'll help you get around, be better able to get your job done. Take advantage of all the opportunities out there. Chalk.com, C-H-O-Q. My name, Clay, for 35% off for life. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on On the the front front lines lines of truth. All right, welcome back, everybody. We've got Julie Kelly with us now. She is the uh, author of the Declassified Substack, which you should all go check out, and the person who has been doing the most and for the longest time work on January 6th issues, the January 6th prisoners, and much more. Julie, honored to have you. We know you're super. Anytime something goes down in this world, uh, you're very busy, so thanks for making the time for us. The Ray Epps stuff. We know that he has now been charged. One charge. Tell us, uh, you know, about what's happening with this, with Ray Epps and how this fits into the broader context. Cause, you know, yesterday the headline was Ray Epps, whom Tucker Carlson accused of a conspiracy. I'm like, whoa, we're bringing Tucker into this. Um, what's going on here? Right. So if you listen to the corporate media or Adam Kinzinger or even DOJ officials, Ray Epps is nothing more than a victim of right-wing conspiracy theorists like us and Tucker, people on Fox News. Um, but look, this slap on the wrist that he got yesterday, finally one low-level misdemeanor count against Ray Epps despite his activities that we see on video January 5th and throughout January 6th. He gets away with uh, one misdemeanor count. Not only was this count just announced yesterday, he's already accepting his plea deal today. So the case is basically open and closed in 24 hours. All we have to do now is await a sentencing recommendation from DOJ, which could take a year, uh, and they're hoping that people will lose interest in this story. But the idea that this one count and the corporate media's cover-up of this, that, oh, now this exonerates Ray Epps and it, and it incriminates people like Tucker Carlson and others, it doesn't. Because, Clay and Buck, Ray Epps, if the DOJ was applying the law equally, would be facing a multi-count criminal indictment, including felonies such as obstruction of an official proceeding, conspiracy to obstruct civil disorder, all of these felony counts that have been slapped against more than 300 January 6th defendants, including President Donald Trump, but yet he gets away with a slap on the wrist. The case is closed. His defamation lawsuit against Fox still moving forward and somehow is portrayed as the only victim on January 6th when everyone else is an insurrectionist or domestic terrorism. Still does not add up. What do you think's going on, Julie? Um, Buck and I, I don't know if you saw this Wall Street Journal article from Monday that said basically Biden and Merrick Garland are now at odds and Biden is mad at Merrick Garland because Hunter has now been charged. The plea agreement fell apart. Uh, you know, and I think we've talked about it before, there was that New York Times front page article where the president was basically quoted as saying it wasn't him, but sources said the president was super upset with how slow Merrick Garland had been moving in prosecution Trump. And then all of a sudden Jack Smith gets appointed and everything starts to move faster. Sometimes the media is used to send messages back and forth. 
What do you think the relationship now is like between Biden and Garland? Do you buy into the idea that there is dismay, discord, disagreement there? I don't. And I, I tweeted that, I think, Monday, as soon as I read the Wall Street Journal piece, that that was pure spin that is, is intended to convince the American people, you know, that Merrick Garland is acting independently and upsetting the president. Uh, those two, that the White House and DOJ are not in cahoots not just to protect Hunter Biden and the Biden family, but also to round up the foes of this regime, whether it's January 6th defendants, everyone except Rayops, uh, pro-life, pro-life activists, including 70-year-old grandmothers who are now you know, rotting in a D.C. gulag, taken into custody after they were convicted by a D.C. jury. Um, you name it, Donald Trump, his associates, people like Representative Scott Perry, I mean, this is what this DOJ is spending all of its time and resources on. So I don't buy that there's this conflict between the White House and DOJ. It's pure spin to make it seem like Biden White House is hands off on DOJ. DOJ is working independently despite any pressure from the White House. Uh, simply is not true because we see what's coming out of this DOJ. Daily prosecutions, daily arrests still for Trump supporters related to January 6th. So it just is, is pure spin, and nothing uh, valid can back up that Wall Street Journal. Uh, you know, Julie, we haven't had a chance yet on the show to talk about, you mentioned the 70-year-old grandmothers who are facing 11 years in federal prison for, uh, you know, the, the charge or the, the issue is that they were blocking access to an abortion clinic, right? Can you tell everybody a little bit of the details of that? Because that's a... That's a really frightening case uh, and shows, I think, the degree of weaponization that this DOJ under Biden has gone to. That's right. And so this has to do with the FACE Act, which is um, prosecuting individuals allegedly for conspiring to blockade abortion clinics. This dates back to an incident in October of 2020, a case that had been dropped, really, but was revitalized by both uh, the Civil Rights Division at DOJ and Matthew Graves, the uh, U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia, who is the one still prosecuting J6ers. He is now prosecuting pro-lifers. So what they're doing is the same thing we see with J6 cases. They are hauling these Americans before rigged D.C. juries made up of voters in a city that's 100% Democrat, they are quickly convicted of whatever crimes Matthew Graves and DOJ puts in front of them. And in this case, really egregiously, these individuals, and I believe there's eight total in this case specifically, are immediately taken into custody at the orders of a Clinton-appointed judge, 80-year-old judge who should have long retired, So not only are they awaiting a potential sentence of 11 years in prison, they were taken into custody at the request of this DOJ Matthew Graves and the consent of this Democrat judge. This is a tiny sliver of what's been happening in this courthouse for years for Trump supporters or conservatives, pro-life activists, you name it. Uh, So again, I go back to laughing at the idea that the Biden White House and Merrick Garland's DOJ are not working in cahoots hand-in-hand every day to criminalize political dissent and throw uh, their perceived political opponents in jail. Julie, the uh, 
trial in theory for Trump in, uh, in DC is scheduled for March. I know you've had your finger on the pulse of so many of these trials that have been taking place. If you had to predict now, do you think Trump's trial in Washington DC will actually begin? I think they set it for March 4th or March 5th. Do you think it'll actually start then? I don't. I still don't believe so. And I still don't believe that special counsel Jack Smith is done with Donald Trump related to January 6th. And I'll tell you an important reason why, and I'm going to be covering this. Right now, there are pending um, certs, uh, the certification before the Supreme Court to overturn the use of this obstruction of an official proceeding felony, this 1512C2 post-Enron statute that has never been used this way before. There was a splintered ruling out of the D.C. Circuit, the appellate court. So now um, the Supreme Court might have the opportunity to take up that charge, and they could agree to do this next month, you guys. Mm. If the Supreme Court takes up that challenge to the use of that, that relates to two out of four counts that Jack Smith has in his indictment against Donald Trump. That will immediately send a message to DOJ and to Jack Smith that that the use of that felony count is in serious jeopardy. So he will be under pressure to bring additional counts, which I think he's already doing because his D.C. grand jury is still working and he still has six unindicted co-conspirators in the initial indictment. I still firmly believe Jack Smith is going to bring additional charges, add co-defendants in a superseding indictment, and that will automatically delay the trial past the scheduled date of March 4th. That's huge, actually, what you just said. I hadn't, I didn't know about that with the Supreme Court because then that would allow Trump's attorneys to say, we can't stand trial for something that the Supreme Court may determine is not a viable ground of felony charge. And that would then guarantee that this wouldn't happen until after the election, which would allow, and this is smart, Julie, I appreciate you letting us know, that would then allow the Supreme Court to basically keep Trump from being charged in this case until after the election and potentially punt in the event that he won, then he would go ahead and pardon himself, and that might keep the Supreme Court from having to step in directly in this case. Well, what will happen is if the Supreme Court next month agrees to take up this matter, um, Donald Trump's lawyers, I assume, will immediately move to dismiss those counts because it will be it is in legal limbo. Yes. I've covered the 1512 count since early 2021. I covered the appellate ruling. Even one judge called it a splintered ruling. There was no clear cut decision in that. The full D.C. Circuit refused to take it up, which is why at least three there are at least three certs pending before the Supreme Court. So, um, and I keep meaning to get to this for so much breaking news, but I want to cover this in detail, but it's sort of breaking news right now with you guys, is that if the Supreme Court, and it's expected to do it next month, there's already been a report on this on SCOTUS blog that they feel that the Supreme Court will take this up. Huge blow, not just to Jack Smith, but the 300-plus defendants who have faced this felony charge have been convicted or taken plea deals have spent years in prison for convictions of this, such as Jacob Chansley. Uh, this will be a massive black eye for the DOJ, well-deserved. And trust me, I pray for this like every day that this is going to happen happen to them. Julie Kelly, everybody, subscribe to her Substack. She's doing phenomenal work. She has been dogged in this and uh, and trying to get justice for everybody affiliated with J6, but also just for the American people. Julie, thank you so much for being here. We always appreciate it. 
Thanks for having me on, guys. Have a good day. Constitution Day was this past Sunday, a day on our calendar that we take a moment to remember the brilliance put into our nation's greatest document. Thank goodness for institutions like Hillsdale College and the people there. Not only do they take the time to recognize this day, September 17th, but more important, they educate millions of Americans on just how important and enduring the document is when it comes to our freedoms. Do you own a copy of our Constitution? Hillsdale College wants to send you one. Sign up online to receive it at clayandbuckforhillsdale.com. Hillsdale's goal is to give away one million copies to Americans who don't have one. If you do have one, how about someone you know who doesn't? Every American, young and old, should read these documents. Why? Because liberty depends on we the people knowing the basic principles of free government. So to claim your own free copy... Or to give one away, go to clayandbuckforhillsdale.com. Form simple. You'll receive your booklet by mail without paying shipping. Reserve your copy at clayandbuckforhillsdale.com. That's clayandbuckforhillsdale.com. Clay and Buck 24-7. Subscribe today. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. Your orders make a meaningful impact. You can become a member in seconds. Signing up is fast and free. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. That's G-O-V-X.com. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX. That's GovX. Code CLAY. G-O-V-X-C-L-A-Y savings for those who serve grand canyon university a private christian university in beautiful phoenix arizona believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life liberty and the pursuit of happiness gcu believes in equal opportunity and the american dream starts with purpose gcu equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. 
Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We roll through the Wednesday edition of the program. Um, I wanted to play this audio for you, uh, and then we'll take a couple of your calls uh, as uh, if we have time. But we were just talking with Julie Kelly, uh, and this is a questioning that was taking place. Let me make sure I want to get the, the, this is representative Thomas Massey of Kentucky grilling Merrick Garland on Ray Epps only being indicted for misdemeanors. Listen, when I said how many agents or assets of the government were present on January 5th and January 6th and agitating in the crowd to go into the Capitol and how many went into the Capitol? Can you answer that now? I don't know the answer to that question. Oh, last time, you don't know how many there were or there were none? I don't know the answer to either of those questions. If there were any, I don't know how many. You've ha- I don't know whether there are any. I think you may have just perjured yourself that you don't know that there were any. You want to say that again, that you don't know that there were any? I have any? no personal knowledge of this matter. I think what I said the you've, last time. You've had two years to find it. out. And yeah. today, by the way, that was in reference to Ray Epps. And yesterday you indicted him. <laughs> Isn't that a wonderful coincidence on a misdemeanor? Meanwhile, you're sending grandmas to prison. You're putting people away for 20 years for merely filming. Some people weren't even there yet. You've got the guy on video who's saying go into the Capitol. He's directing people to the Capitol before the speech ends. He's at the site of the first breach. You've got all the goods on him, 10 videos, and and it's an indictment for a misdemeanor? The American public isn't buying it. That's what we were just talking with Julie Kelly about, Buck, and credit to Representative Thomas Massey for pointing out just doesn't add up. They're throwing the book at virtually anyone that they have on video doing anything remotely improper associated with January 6th, and this guy gets basically no punishment at all. Um, and again, we do need to know how many federal agents were there in the Trump audience, and fomenting and encouraging the entry of the Capitol. I mean, I, I would just, I don't even know what the over under would be of FBI agents that were in that, in that, in that crowd and in that group storming into the Capitol. But certainly I would say at a minimum dozens. I, I don't think that's a crazy idea that they would have had dozens of undercover agents in the, in that crowd. Well, also how, how about, how about the American people deserve to know? So what's the number? Yeah. Right, Merrick Garland saying, oh, you know, I don't know. Okay. It should be, I'll get back to, I'll get back to you with that number. I can tell you what that number is. The American people have a right to know. This is supposed to be the most dangerous thing that's happened in this country. Uh, some say since 9-11. Crazier people say it's even more dangerous. They go all the way back to like, uh, the Pearl civil Harbor war. Or a civil war. I mean, yeah, the people have completely, and, and I'm not talking about random folks on the internet. I mean, members of Congress. I'm talking about, you know, Democrat royalty say this kind of stuff. So if it's that big of a deal, don't we have the right to real transparency over who was there and, and what was really going on? Um, because people should know if, if there were, 
um, people in that we, we've seen this in other cases. I, I saw this it was always a concern, even in counterterrorism cases where you're working against really bad people that want to, you know, blow up subways or, uh, or blow up a school or a bridge or whatever. You know, the, the agents, if you have undercover agents, got to be careful where they're not badgering people into, well, come on, do this, do this illegal thing. Right. You've got to do this illegal thing, right? They're, Entrapment is not an easy defense for people to make, and certainly it wouldn't work entirely in the context of a massive riot. But people should know. I, I think we have a right to know if there were federal officers who were in that uh, who were in that crowd who were saying, you know, yeah, go, go get it, go do this or that. Uh, that's part of the transparency that should come out here. No so, doubt. Uh, Jim in North Carolina, by the way, I said I'd get a couple of calls. You wanted to weigh in. We were talking about tearing down statues, and Gandhi had been targeted in Leicester Square in London uh, based on being racist. Do you have some knowledge of that? Actually, a few years ago, I read a biography on Gandhi, and he spent uh, a bit of time, I don't remember exactly how much, in apartheid South Africa, but I do remember that that's where the recent accusations of racism ah. comes from was that time he spent in South Africa. I yeah, didn't so read anything that he actually said that was racist. Well, thank you for that update. That would explain it. I didn't think there would have been a lot of black interaction in India. So, Gandhi, that's evidently where it comes from, Buck. And then Roger in Naples, Florida, also had another recollection of teardowns of statues. Roger, what you got for us? Um well, with the discussion, you talked about um, no black people being torn down, and I think the mob, in their ignorance of history, did tear down a statue of Frederick Douglass, the black abolitionist. Did that happen? We'll have to look that up. Thank you for that. If, if that's true, we'll look it up and see whether or not that happened. That, of course, would be bonkers. But these people are not known, uh, the, the statue teardowners, yes. for their great knowledge of history. Almost like the statue destroyers are just unhappy Marxist malcontents who just want to see the world burn and don't really have a philosophy. I think that's accurate. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to improving the lives of America's veterans, first responders, and their families. For over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Tunnel to Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young kids, builds specially adapted smart homes for severely injured veterans, and is working to eradicate veteran homelessness. David Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He has never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades-in-arms, nor the efforts of his first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud Foundation donor. Tunnel of Towers is committed to supporting veterans, first responders, and their families, and so many of them need your help. Join the foundation on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the to Towers at T2T.org. 
That's T, the number two, T.org. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer.